Hi, I'm Stephanie Wainwright. I'm a wife, a mom, a business owner, and my life is chaotic all the time. So I created this podcast to help you find the funny, the good, while navigating through the chaos. This is Chaotic Compass Podcast. Here we are this evening, Chaotic Compass Podcast. Stephanie here. Thanks for tuning in, guys. What is up? What is up? Already drinking here this evening. You know how I do. So, okay. So, uh, today's Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) What is up? Happy Cinco de Mayo. Mayo. Um... I usually uh, go to a Mexican restaurant, but last year we learned uh, because it was like the first uh, Cinco de Mayo after, uh, you know, COVID and uh, everybody flocked in, in, in like droves all over the place to, to every Mexican restaurant within, you know, a driving distance. And uh, we waited an hour just to be seated. I think it was like a two and a half our ordeal just just for a margarita in a in a taco. So uh this evening I I ate pizza. Um we did not go out. Um and I have partaken and um so I found these at my local little shop right around the corner. Let's take a take a look. So these, um, yeah, I know I'm already getting into it. <laughs> Fuck it, whatever. All right. So uh, it's uh these cute little devil's background. Um, they have a bunch of different flavors. I've tried the orange crush, but this is the lime margarita. Look how cute the can is. It's a little turtle. Okay, so gonna get into these. Let's go. Okay. So cute little uh. You know, they're just a the little cans, you know, the 12 ounce cans. It's uh seven and a half percent. Um, but yeah, it's a cute little lime margarita. V- uh, <coughs> woo, okay, whoa, I don't know what that was. Uh, it's very limey, very like wabam, like lime in your face, but tolerable. Uh, definitely not, you know my margarita that I like, obviously because it's not tequila. Um, but anyway, so happy Cinco de Mayo, guys. So cheers. Um, also want to give a, give a shout out to, uh, so, uh, Mother's Day is also this Monday. Shout out to all the mama, baby mama drama, uh, stepmamas, fur baby mamas, feather mama scale mamas, maybe not a mama, but maybe gonna be a mama, not a mama, never gonna have a kid mama, but has a mama, whatever you celebrate on mama's day. So happy mother's day to you and yours. I'm mom. This weekend is supposed to be shit. Usually what we celebrate, I so I, I've never had all of the kids for Mother's Day. It is what it is. So Gary and I never are here. They uh, are with their mom for Mother's Day. Of course, it makes sense. Duh, whatever. So Kylie and Liam are with me. We typically do some kind of boat excursion because it's beautiful out. Um, I like to try to go fishing, get a little, just to throw some poles in the water. But, you know, whatever. Um, so, or just a little boat adventure. 
and just a chill weekend. This weekend, supposed to be cold, rainy, nor'eastery, wind blowing, freaking crazy. My husband might have to work. I probably doubt it. Just yuck weekend. So not looking forward to this weekend. Looking forward to spending time with my children. Hopefully they'll stay off the electronics long enough to enjoy Mother's Day weekend. So we'll we'll see about that. But anyways, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, including my mama that doesn't listen to this, but it is what it is. So, okay, moving on. Getting into it. All right, we're, we are celebrating women all the people that are, that have uterus, all women's rights, uterus rights, let's go. This is like territory we're going to trudge into today. Like you saw the topic, you saw the headlines for this, you're here. I wanted to get into the celebratory because we're drinking margaritas, all the mamas out there or whatever, you're not a mama, but you want to be a mama or not even going to get into it, but women's rights. Okay. And not necessarily like gender persist, like, like we're not getting into like uterus rights. Okay. Like, let's go. Okay. This get, this shit gets me fucking fired up and I'm not even joking. Like, so this past week, they, they leaked some bullshit about how they potentially might overturn Roe v. Wade. Do I believe it? Do I think that that is an actual fucking thing? But no, I think it's just, you know, midterms elections and some political gain or something. I don't fucking know. Conspiracy theory could go wild here. But anyway, so, but the fact that it's out there and we're talking about it. And it's almost 50 years after the fucking fact of Roe v. Wade. Let, let's like, we're going to get into it. So all my dudes, I love you, but this is obviously not an episode for you. But you know, if you want to stick around and listen to the comedic value of me going the fuck off about dudes trying to fucking tell women what the fuck to do, like, let's go here. Like comedic value, like I'm, you know, be here for it. Hey, you know. Share it with your friends so I can get up there and, you know, be like amazing and viral or whatever they, they call it nowadays. I don't even know. See, whatever. Like, okay, we're going for it. All right, we're going to lock it in. We're locking it in. Okay, go stuff. All right. So for those of you that don't know, I'm going to do a little education because I had to educate myself, right? I knew what Roe v. Wade was like. I knew that that was something that had gotten into the Supreme Court in 1973, you guys. 1973. Like, that's crazy. But I didn't know all of the background of how. So a little, you know, I did a little digging. The little snoopity snoop on the Wikipedia today, okay? Because, you know, Wikipedia is such a great source, whatever. I know I cited it a couple of times in my freaking papers in college and then my uh my professors were like, "Um, what no. You you you're going to need to do I'm like, but they cited their sources, so anyway, so I learned to click on the sources they cited and then cite it again. So anyways, 
for all my college people who are getting ready to go into college lesson learned. But anyway, so Wikipedia Roe v. Wade, January of 1973, you guys, this chick, Norma McCorvey. Anyway, so she went underneath an alias of Jane Roe. Okay, because she didn't want to actually have her name out there, but it's on Wikipedia now, so I'm not too sure why, but that detail wasn't there. So she became pregnant in 1969 with her third child. She lives in Texas where abortion was illegal except when necessary to save the mother. Her attorney filed a federal suit against her local district attorney, Henry Wade stating that Texas abortion laws were unconstitutional. Three, a three-judge panel ruled in Roe's favor. Texas appealed to the Supreme Court. So it went up to the Supreme Court in 1973, seven to two vote ruling in Roe's favor. I mean, it was, you know, seven to two. Fuck the two guys, but whatever. In 1973, a seven to two vote ruling in Roe's favor. So they were stating that in due process clause in the 14th Amendment, the right to privacy was it was the whole thing that they stated of why they ruled this. So basically they were they were putting it into three trimesters. So in the first trimester, no government input was allowed. Like if a woman wanted to have an abortion, you do use this. In the second or third trimester, it needed to be reasonable health regulations. Like they were looking out for moms. So I get that. Late term abortion for me is is just, just crazy. But again, this is, I'm stating facts here, but a lot of this is obviously my opinion. You got yours. This is my opinion. Okay. So we're here. Okay. So anyways, that was 1973. In 1992, Planned Parenthood versus Casey, they were up in the Supreme Court again, and they still sided with the Roe of the Roe v. Wade, but they amended the the third trimester law, and they needed to see as far as the viability in the fetus. Okay, so if the fetus is viable, then they'll, you know, birth the baby. But otherwise, they're going to terminate pregnancy. So anyway, here we are in 20 freaking 22, almost 50 freaking years later, talking about the same freaking bullshit. Okay, Dobbs versus Jackson's Women's Health organization. Okay. Jackson, Mississippi. So Texas and Mississippi have filed some, I think Texas is six weeks and Mississippi is 12 weeks, but still they're, they are anti-abortion. So, but Mississippi is held up because they're in a lawsuit now, as far as, is this actually legal to be able to, you know, hold off all abortion. So anyways, so uh, this all, you know, like 
I'm reading this on my Facebook and I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm getting some more information. And then I watched it on the nightly news the other night. I think it was Tuesday night. And I can never watch the nightly news without getting pissed off. Literally, I tell my husband like, okay, hey, do you want to watch the nightly news and get pissed off? Like that's our, our quote, like legit. So I was listening until I heard the quote from Hold on, let me, let me just, let me, let me get a good chug in, you guys. Just hang on. Okay. <clears throat> Till I heard the quote from Samuel Alito, he stated, I think it was in what was leaked. I don't, I think, no, no, no. Actually, I think he said it in the, in the back and forth when they were trying to, you know, figure out between the Supreme Court justices. So, as far as when it was stated, I apologize, but this is an actual quote on the nightly news. A right to abortion is not deeply rooted in the nation's history and traditions. All right. So can we take that sentiment into just, just, can we, can we dive a little bit into what our nation's history is all about? Okay. So we're going to rewind, right? So all of the, the same-sex marriages, all of what we have fought for to get them equal, you know, opportunity, not only in marriage, but, you know, financing and real estate and like, we're, we're not gonna, okay, but you know, in, you know, interracial marriages being able to happen or, you know, race being a thing, you know, African Americans being able to have any kind of freaking say at all, or, or, or let's go back a little further, women in general having a freaking say, like, you know, it wasn't like only a hundred years ago that women were allowed to freaking vote. Let's talk about that. Oh no, we, okay. All right. Let's deeply rooted. Okay. Let's go keep going back, dial it back. How did this country fucking start? Let's, how did we start? America was like, fuck you, king, and changed it up. We weren't okay with how things are being run. So we went against the grain and started our own shit. But it was founded on white dudes white dudes white dudes had all the power women make babies feed them keep her house clean feed me that was it okay there was nothing there was nothing other than white dudes running this freaking country so you want to sit here and tell me that our nation's history and traditions don't support abortion our nation's history doesn't support anything other than white fucking dudes. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you want to come at me, I do not give a fuck. Okay? Come at me. I am so over, so over white dudes saying, hey, I know what's right for this country. My husband's a white dude. I love dudes. I love bros. 
it's nothing against white dudes except for the ones that think, hey, I know what's best for you, you, and you. You don't know what's best for me. You don't know what's best for my kids. You don't know what's best for my mama. You try to tell my mom to do something, you better look the fuck out. Jesus Christ. All I'm saying, so it was like 25 states plan to change their laws once the Supreme Court overturns this. And 13 of those states have what's called a trigger law that once the, the, the Supreme Court overturn it, it's automatically done. It just done. Abortion outlawed. Low income, low income people, period. And especially, especially, and and this is me going to say some fucking shit because I know it's freaking true. Black and Latino people are going to be severely affected by this. Low income, which is a majority of black and latino people are going to be affected by this like how i was listening to this stupid bitch on the nightly news on tuesday night and she was like you know we we have holistic options i'm sorry what what's a holistic option other than abortion okay you want to get it like we're gonna fucking get into this right okay this is where because I get so passionate about this shit because I can relate so twice in my life I've had an abortion twice the first time I was 19 didn't know shit from shit 19 I had insurance but my insurance didn't come cover pregnancy for some fucking reason how do you cover gynecological freaking appointments but you will not cover pregnancy but it is what it is to even get in to just make sure everything was okay they wanted four hundred dollars up front bro i was living at 725 an hour that's what was the minimum wage back then and it literally just increased this year that was 2000 Six. Yeah. I was on minimum wage. So there was no fucking way I could fork up 400 bucks. Second time. And this is hard for me to say. But it's the freaking truth. And here we go. And I'm going to get fucking castrized. Oh my god. I just. Last year. June of 2021. Okay. I'm going to get it together. I'm going <clears> to. <throat> June of 2021. My husband was getting ready to turn 40 and I had found out that I was pregnant and to say it was hard is such an understatement but I didn't know what to do the pink had you know the stick had had two pink lines and and I'm freaking out at 36 you would think because I'm married I would be elated but I was mortified because we have four kids and we live in the same house with my parents and we're already busting 
at the seams and I'm struggling to get our business to where I need it to be and all of the things are running through my head and it was nothing, nothing good. Let alone the fact that I would be literally in a geriatric pregnancy, 35 and older. That's what they put you in. Plus the fact that I had a horrible pregnancy with Liam and my my body just can't handle pregnancy. I have an incompetent cervix, whatever the hell that means. I have a retroverted uterus, whatever the hell that means. And my body instantly tries to just get rid. There's a lot of measures that I can go through to keep a pregnancy, but it's a lot of medicine. And that's what I had to go through with Leo. I had to do daily injections of uh, progesterone. And that was really hard because a shot in your ass daily, it can only do so much. Eventually, my ass was so bruised, I had to go to my thighs and my thighs got so bruised, I had to go to my stomach. And I knew that that was what I was going to have to do to keep this pregnancy uh, sustainable. And knowing not only my age and the factors that came into play from my previous pregnancies and the fact that I've got a lot of fucking shit going on and I was on birth control. I was taking the pill. I missed a day. So to be grouped into, you know, it's so it's so crazy to listen to the people that are so anti-abortion on the on the news. It's like you're instantly labeled as a whore. And it's like, nah, nah, bitch, I, I, I'm married. I, uh, I had one great Tuesday evening with my husband and uh, here we are. Um, it's so interesting that you get to judge my life and you, you don't, you don't even know me. After doing a lot of research, I finally figured out where to go and who to talk to there was a y'all just talk to Planned Parenthood if they and and I am so pro-choice look 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 all right so let's just get this fucking very clear like I am pro-choice that means I'm not pro-abortion just because I had two abortions doesn't mean that it's right for everybody I'm pro-choice. That means that I support every person that becomes pregnant in whatever decision that they make. My sister went through rounds of IVF last year and then surprisingly became pregnant in January of this year. And she's scared out of her mind, but... Yeah, her kids are going to be 18 months apart and you're in for it, but I'm here for you because you want to, you want to keep that baby and you are elated and it's going to be a little girl and she's going to name it Millie after my grandmother and that's amazing and go you, but 
it's not for me. I've got four kids. I've got four kids, two businesses, and a fucking crazy ass husband, and a partridge in a pear tree. Like I, I'm good. I'm good with the 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 chaos level. I'm not trying to add into it. And when I call Planned Parenthood, don't call all of the things you Google. Just go straight to Planned Parenthood. If that is something, they're going to educate you. Okay, by the way, for all the people that are anti-abortion, they're going to educate you. It's not straight to an abortion. They're going to give you all of your options. Okay, they have, they're going to talk with you and make sure that this is what you want. It's not just you go in there, get it done in, in like a freaking auto body shop. Okay, it's not a revolving door. Okay. When I called Planned Parenthood, they said that they can give me, you know, gynecological support. But because of my history, they strongly urged for me to see my regular doctor prior to. And so I did. I'm not even going to get into that. So I had to go and see my regular doctor before I could go see Planned Parenthood and going into that place. And I already told the receptionist, I already said, hey, this is what's up. I'm just doing this because I want to make sure that me, it's not an ectopic pregnancy. I'm trying to make sure that I'm okay before I go and do this. $500 later, because apparently my insurance only pays for a certain amount and, uh, you know, my deductible is really high. So I had to pay $500 like up front just to get an ultrasound and talk to the doctor for 2.5 seconds and let her know, hey, this is what my plan is. And, you know, she affirmed, hey, you're, you're yes, this is a viable pregnancy and we understand and we support you and, you know, come back and see us once, you know, give it, give it a few weeks after and come back and see us. Cool. So I schedule it for, with Planned Parenthood, you know, Planned Parenthood and it, um, it so happened to be on my husband's birthday. Yeah, it's like... It's taken me this long. It's fucking May. Like, it's taken me this long and I still have a hard time just to get it out of my freaking... <sighs> Anyways, and so I schedule it and, um, and, uh, so, but just to get in there, another $500. And that's the discount because I'm, you know, in a income bracket that gets a discount. So a thousand dollars later, yeah, it's, it's one of the, it's not easy. Everybody thinks that you could just snap a finger and just walk in there and there might be some people that are like that, but that's not me. I think about it every day. It's been almost a year. It's hard. I knew it was right for my family and for me. But just because it's right doesn't mean it's easy. So when you are so quick to judge, I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up. I'm going to need you to to sit the fuck down. I'm going to need you to think about all the times that if you knew somebody was watching, they would judge. Because nobody's fucking perfect. 
Okay, I'm going to get it together. Be nice to fucking people. Stop being judgmental cunts. I swear to God, y'all get it to fucking gather. Like, if you're going to judge everybody, then everybody's going to be ashamed of everything that they do, including yourself. Stop. Be kind. When we start being kind and stop judging people, this world is going to be a fucking better place. Be more accepting. Just because she or he or them, they don't look like you doesn't mean that they aren't a good person. My God. I know I could rant on and on about this, but okay. I'm getting it together. You guys, I'm going to leave you with this. He who hath not a uterus should shut the fucketh up. Philippians 13, 13. That is what I'm leaving you with this evening. Be kind, rewind, and think about the shit that you've been through. And if you've been through some shit and you know that somebody would have judged you, I'm going to need you to stand down. It's one of those things like throw the stone like I can't even remember like just I'm, I'm not trying to bring the bible up in here because y'all love one another love each other love yourself even though you've been through some hard shit love yourself oh my gosh I'm the worst critic for myself I am the I am the worst critic for myself love yourself you guys I love you and I appreciate you joining in and tuning in and 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 being you just share the love, share this shit because it's good. Okay? Pro choice. I'm here for it. Love you. Have a good night. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate all of your love and support. If you really love today's episode, you should subscribe. And if you subscribe, then you get notifications of when my next episode launches. So another way to be super awesome would be to leave a rating and review or recommend it to your friends and family. If you're wicked awesome, you've already done all three. Another way to keep up with me and my crazy family is check out my website at chaoticcompass.com and I do blog and other stuff there. So I appreciate everything for you guys. I do this for you. So keep it up because the more you subscribe, the more I do.